0: Everybody, this is Humble and Hungry and I'm your friend Natalie Poucher. Welcome back from another Driving with Natalie. <laughs> I like how I was like I'm never doing this again and then here I am. I just thought, you know what? Why am I going to throw a volt up when I can just do it on my phone as I'm running around? I mean, I normally will be talking to a friend or a sister or a parent or something on my phone while I'm driving around. So it's like why not just talk to you guys. So here I am and trust me I'm being safe. Okay, so let's just sort of get to it. Uh last Sunday, Argentina was playing France in the World Cup and we won. I know everyone um I- everyone and their mother knows, but we did it. Argentina pulled it off. It was Messi's last world cup. Um, he wanted this so bad and it was so well-deserved that whole team just, God, man, did such a good job. And if you're not into sports, that's fine. I don't blame you. Uh, but it was a fantastic game, probably one of the best games, um, in history. So if you haven't been able to watch it, I would definitely go and, and, and watch it. It was I also posted the, uh, our, our reaction video, um, when they won. And it was just such an incredible, incredible day. Just surrounded by all my family, uh, my Argentinian family. And it was just super fun until it wasn't. Natalie, what do you mean it wasn't? (laughs) Well, I'm not going to get into detail because we are still sort of going through it, but, um, had a little bit of a family fight Um, and it was ugly. It was ugly and I'm still super, I'm like emotionally hungover from it. And so tonight we're going to dinner and we're just gonna sit down and talk about what happened and hopefully try to resolve some issues because it was, you know, after a few drinks and, um, you know, a lot of emotions were just heightened. And clearly it's because there is some rooted trauma from just some like, you know, history stuff, like just some stuff from the past. And it's like, you know, I think we all just need to take accountability at some point. Um, And at least for me, I'm I'm really the one that's calling this dinner because I was the one that was incredibly just upset and bothered. And it's like, you know, we were talking last week about, you know, setting boundaries. And it's like, I finally had to just say enough is enough. Like, I am just fucking fed up with this, the con, like, it's the same argument, the same fight, the same thing every time this happens. Um, and I'm just tired of it. I'm I'm just, I'm fed up. And now I'm a mother and... I just feel like I would never put Piper through things like this. And so it's just it's and I will get into it once we have our our dinner tonight, Um, especially because it's like before the holidays. And it's just like such an ugly feeling that I have that it's like I don't want to go into the holidays feeling like this. And I know it'll be fine. And it's it, 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 it it just will be. But there's just it's just such a long history of this that it's like, it's not going to be over and squashed today, but maybe it's a start. So, um, I know it's all very vague, but I I will get into it, but just know that it was really ugly and, um, God, and and, you know, thank God I have Riley who's just such a big support system because had we not seen eye to eye on certain things, I think it could have just, like made my anxiety 10 times worse. But thankfully, you know, he he's such a, a rock and a supporter that I really just um, I just love and appreciate him very much. Uh, so anyways, I will let you know how that goes uh, next week. And then what else? OK, so Piper <laughs> is, is climbing out of her crib like it's Alcatraz. Like, I don't know what all I heard was a big thump and I was like what the hell and then I just see her at the top of the stairs like it you know (laughs) like the movie it just like like she with her long raggedy hair and I'm like oh my god what in the world like how did you get out and she just had this like little terrorist looking face I'm like okay let's get you back in your bed had a whole long conversation with her about you know I think it's time to put her in a big girl bed and like a part of her is like I don't want a big girl bed like I I like this like I'm just learning how to jump in and out of my bed I'm like yeah but you could really get hurt and like I I talked to her like an adult um So I was just sort of hyping her up about, well, now we get to buy you, you know, big girl sheets and you get to pick your own bedding and all this stuff. And and so that sort of got her excited night one. So night one, I bribed her with getting new bedding. So she stayed in her bed. Night two... We had gone to Target to buy a few things for Christmas gifts and whatnot. And every time we go to Target, shit you not, we always leave with some sort of princess dress. Every single time. Doesn't matter. She has literally every single princess dress now from Target. Except for the Encanto dress. So we finally found found it and she took it home and I said, and I thought, ding, I'm going to use it as a bribe. So I was like, I will get you the Encanto dress. As long as you stay in your bed and you don't jump out. Is that a deal? She goes, Okay, that's a deal. It's a pro- and I said, You promise me. She busts out her pinky and she's like, I promise. I'm like, Okay, great. So that was sort of what I, what I, um, was sort of like the carrot, <laughs> the dangling carrot. So I bribed her with that. So now it's bedtime. And. Mind you, right after school, we we went to Target, went to the Spectrum. It's like an outdoor mall, and we walked around. She played in, you know, by the fountain, saw the the Christmas tree, and um, it's like a, they put like a beautiful big Christmas tree up, and just like sort of try to poop her out a little bit. Went to Target, did that whole thing. Went took her to dinner to Little Sister, which is like a little Vietnamese place, which is delicious if you guys haven't heard of it. And um, Riley ended up meeting us for dinner. And she was kind of a turd, like, this age is really hard for us, and we're not enjoying it, and I hate to say that, because look, yes, I'm blessed, yes, I love her, and, you know, it's, I hear you, but it's hard, and it's not fun. (laughs) And I will say, I will be the only one probably to say it, but, um... She's annoying. Like, she's just annoying right now. And she's, like, not fun to have conversations with because she's just doesn't pay attention. She doesn't follow directions. She's all over the place. She's, like, a squirmy little thing. It's just not... It's just not fun. So going out to dinners aren't fun. Putting her to bed, the more... It's just all of it sucks. And you have, like, those, those, like, few moments in between where she's, like, super cute. And then the rest is just, like just annoying on um, the perspective 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 we're blessed to have her she's healthy she's just annoying that's all so so we finish that we go home and and I said okay it, it's it's time it is time so I've given you all the things today and you've promised me that you were gonna be good and that you're gonna stay in bed and I said if you're good then you get to see Liam and Sophia tomorrow, which is her cousins that she's obsessed with. I said, but if you're not good, you don't get to see them. I said, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna throw your encanto dress in the trash can. And she said, okay. No, I lied, I lied, I lied. First it was the Encanto dress. I just said, if you're bad, I'm gonna throw it in the trash can. I never I never used the Liam and Sophia trick yet. So she says, okay, So I put her in bed. We do our routine for us. Routine is huge. Put her in bed. I do this whole like kissy hug thing that she loves. And then I tell her a story and then I tuck her in and you know, it's, it's a thing. She likes it. She knows the routine. It makes her feel safe. And so, you know, do the whole light, you know, I I turn on the light very low and the whole thing, her sound machine. Um, so I do it and then I walk out. And the lights are dark in the hallway and our our rooms are two steps from each other so I can see in from her room. If if both our doors are open, I can see into her room. So she likes her room a little cracked and open so I left it open and I am in my room and I thought I heard something. She was very stealthy this time so I thought I heard something and and I opened my door and I can't really tell because her door was cracked a little bit and it was dark and then again, the raggedy hair in front of her face, just standing there like a little child. And I was, like, ah! <laughs> I, screamed. I was like, oh my God, I'm like, what are you doing? And again, I am bad cop normally and Riley's good cop because that's just A, our personalities and B, I just don't have the patience for it right now I'm, and, I'll, and I'll explain why, but my patience level is very, very low. Um, I said, what are you doing? And then she like, I have to go potty. And I was like, oh, you little shit. That's the only way I can she can actually get out of it. So, and she's still in diapers only at night, by the way, because she still has accidents. So we're still trying to get through that. Mind you, she's three. She just turned three. So I said, I asked you if you had to go potty earlier, and you said no. And then she said, well, I have to go potty. Like, bitch. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for her to be like, well, bitch, I got to go potty now, so just take me. So I take her to the potty. And now at this point, I, I try to keep everything very low. Like, I don't talk to her much. I don't try to stimulate her. I try to keep the lights still low. Everything low, just like keep it nighttime still. And so she goes potty. And she goes, are you mad at me? And I said, I'm, I am upset. I am upset. Because you promised me that if I gave you all these things, you were going to stay in your bed. And you, and you jumped out. And you could hurt yourself. I said, "Are you going to stay in your bed?" And she goes, "No." And I'm thinking, well, at least you're honest. And I said, "No? Okay." And I said, "What happens if 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 you if you weren't going to stay in your bed? What what was I going to do? Just throw ink in the trash?" I said, "Yeah." So are you going to stay in your bed? And she goes, "No." And she looks at me dead in the eye, like like doesn't even like <laughs> soulless my child. No, I'm not going to. And I go, okay, take off your dress. And I threw it in the trash right in front of her. She goes, okay, and she just runs to her bed and just alcatrazes her way back in. And I'm like, oh my god, like fear. Like clearly that doesn't scare her. And and you know these are like the, the things you're trying to figure out, like what is going to make her react, right? So clearly the fear, uh, of her mother does not make her do that. Or like taking things away like that, or like, you know, scaring her like that does not work. So, so I was like, okay, fine. I'm leaving. And then I close the door, which she hates when I close the door and she starts to cry. And I let her cry for a second and I get the Gantho dress out of the trash <laughs> and I'm like cleaning it off a little bit and then um, and then I walked back in after she was crying and I said are you going to be a good girl now and she says yes I said you, do you promise me and she goes yes I said do you want your Gantho dress on and she goes yes and I said we're going to see Liam and Sophia tomorrow do you want to do that and she said yeah and I said, if you get out of your bed one more time, you are not going to see them tomorrow. Do you hear me? She goes, yes, mommy. And that did the trick. That did the trick. She stayed in. I had to redo our bedtime routine. I, not, not the whole story time because God kill me. I have to make up stories every night. But but I went and gave her a kiss. I tucked her in. I said, I love you. And then right before I closed it, right before I, like, I walked out, I'm like, shut the door halfway. She goes, mommy, you happy now? (laughs) My sweet baby. And I said, yes, I'm happy now. I love you very much. She goes, I love you too. So we always end on a good note, but holy hell. I mean, just, just painful guys, painful. Um, and then the night before, so the first night that she did it, we had actually gone out to dinner with, um, my realtor, her husband, and then my realtor's uh, sister in law, so her husband's sister, was actually Riley's old GM. Um, so we ended up having a, such a fun dinner at, at their house. And we've been doing a lot of these like couple dinners over the holidays of just like, you know, either friends or people that Riley works with and, and things like that. And, and it's been so fun. But it's funny, I have to say, you really know especially when it's like new couples, you sort of know like who you're going to have things in common with and who you're not going to vibe with or whatever, like fairly quickly. And I mean, I think I normally vibe with, (laughs) with everyone not to toot my own horn here, but toot toot. Um, but like, but then there's some that you're like, Oh yeah, this is just, we're just never going to see, we're not going to have anything in common really. (laughs) Um, But anyways, so we get home from dinner that first night and that's when, that's when the jumping out of the crib started. So it was like, no boy, no. But anyways, so that, so we finally got her into bed that night and then I was super sick. So I was like... Oh my God. And I was like nauseous. And like, honestly, we didn't have that much to drink and like haven't been eating as much because the whole semi-glutide thing, which by the way, I'm only, I only have one more shot left. I'm only doing it for a month. I know there's a shortage because it's this diabetes drug. I understand you. I hear you. I'm only doing it for a month, but I have lost weight. I am now down to 125 pounds and I got to say, I am liking it, but side effects, I feel like I have zero patients and it's not good. Cause normally I have a lot of patients, but I have, I, I don't know if it's cause I'm PM. Okay. So, okay. So I'm, I, I get sick and I feel so ill. I almost threw up and I was like, shit again, am I, am I pregnant? I always think I always go to, am I pregnant? Um, because I knew this time, like it wasn't like I was wasted or any of that. And all obviously with the semiglutide you sometimes can have um reactions to alcohol or if you eat too much you can get nauseous and things like that but so far I hadn't had any issues um and so this time I was thinking okay well it can't be any of those things I mean it can but I didn't think it was so I thought okay maybe I'm pregnant I don't know so I sleep on the couch that night and um I end up waking up at like I don't know. I'm I'm honestly up throughout the whole night. And it, the house gets like a little creaky, so I can hear when Riley uses the bathroom. I my mother-in-law has been staying with us and she'll she'll probably stay with us for about 3 months. And so she's been staying with us. I can hear when she goes to the bathroom and when, when she walks the halls and um I don't, it just annoys me like even hearing their steps annoy me, (laughs) that's so bad, and I'm like, can't you just use your tippy toes, I mean, like, why stomp, and, you know, again, and now I'm thinking, is Piper going to wake up, is, like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just annoyed, I'm just annoyed at everything, I don't even know what I was getting at, but basically, I get, I, I don't even sleep that night. And then Riley comes down, grabs me, puts me in our bedroom and, and then handles the whole morning routine with Piper. That way I can sleep. Cause I was just so sick. And then I took a pregnancy test that morning. Um, and it was native. So there's that. Um, and today, well, I was supposed to start my period technically yesterday. Um, but I haven't yet. So who knows, who knows guys, maybe it'll be a Christmas miracle. Um, but I'm not really holding my breath. I also don't want to get too excited. Riley and I had a good conversation last night about baby number two, um, and how we felt about it. And it's interesting getting a guy's perspective versus a girl's because for me, you know, we've talked about this so much, especially on here. Cause I feel like I can talk to you guys about this. Um, especially cuz it's fem- female based and i think our brains just think a little differently than men uh but for me it just feels like i weigh out my pros and my cons and it does weigh on me a little bit because it's almost like i just have this constant thing of i can't i can't do the next thing Unless I figure out if I'm going to have a baby. I can't plan the wedding unless I'm going to you know, figure out if I'm, I'm going to have the baby. I can't, you know, sell the baby things. I can't plan ahead if if I feel like in nine months, you know, I, I could be having a baby. Um, So I'm just constantly like, I feel like holding off. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird thing. And then I'm always, you know, doing the pros and the cons. You know, the pros is I'm giving Piper a sibling. The pros are... Um you know I do want to hold the baby. I do want to have that experience and and I'm curious to have this experience in like a positive state of mind if that makes sense because I feel like I really lost that postpartum with Piper because I was just dealing with this whole other slew of issues and I was crying every single day and I lost my milk production because of the whole, you know, work thing and I was just in such a shitty place that I feel like I really, really, really lost that time of like enjoyment. And granted, one would argue that maybe it was just postpartum depression. Totally could be. But obviously, there was that level of of loss and mourning the loss of somebody in my life that I thought was going to be around to like, you know, be with, you know, go through the process with. So, anyways, I'm almost. I was almost looking forward. I am looking forward to having this experience of being pregnant and not having to be in this sort of really toxic work environment and then having that post, uh, pregnancy and like enjoying the baby without also dealing with that. So, um, that was something I was like, you know, almost looking forward to. And, and so, yeah, a lot of these like pros and then the cons are, you know, God forbid something were to happen, you know, like the, the, a miscarriage or the loss of, of a child or, um, you know, just it may being too much or I, I don't know, just, you know, you, you just sort of weigh that stuff out. And I was asking Riley, you know, what does he think? Cause after, after today, or when I took the test yesterday morning, I was asking him, you know, would you be okay? Just sort of being done with the idea of having another one because that's sort of where I'm at. I was like so disappointed with it, but I'm also not eager enough to like go through IVF, if that makes sense. Like I want it if it's meant to happen and if it can happen naturally, but I'm not willing to do it enough and I don't want it enough to go through IVF or surrogate or, or anything like that. Um, and I think that's okay. I think everyone is allowed to have their own sort of uh, like what they're willing to go through in order to have a child. And I think it's for me, and I was talking about this at dinner the other night, um, that for me, I think thankfully, you know, we've already had one and that to me is enough. Had we not had one at all, maybe I would have gone through IVF or, you know, taking the next steps to have one. But I think we would still be good with one. Um, and you know, I have a lot of friends that that have gone through IVF, even after one or none. Um, that that you know just rounds and rounds of IVF, and I just don't think that I could, that I could go through that. Um, and bless you guys if you guys are going through it. It is so hard, and you know, not enough people talk about just financially uh, draining, emotionally draining, um, physically, just all of it. And And so I just, my heart goes out to you guys and, you know, the families that are adopting, the families that are going through surrogacy. I mean, there's just so many different avenues if you really want a child that, you know, there's so much, there's so much selflessness that goes into it. Um, So especially during the holiday seasons and, you know, just looking at the positive and, and staying positive is, is so important. Um, But yeah, it's, that's why it can also be a really difficult time. But anyways, uh, so that's where we're at. And and so when I was sitting with him and he was basically telling me that he doesn't see it as pros and cons, he sees it almost as if it's meant to be, it'll be obviously easy for, you know, him to say, right. But he sees it more of like, you know, I'm just, I'm trusting the process and, and I'm open to it. You know, I'm open to having another baby. I'm not saying absolutely not. I don't want to. Or, or he's like, but I'm, I'm going with it. And if you really want one, then I really want. But he's like, but if you're done, then that's okay. I can be done too. So he's, he's sort of just going with the motions of it. And I think for men too, it's also like a financial thing. Like he starts to think like, okay, well, financially, how much is it going to cost to have another baby, and, and all of that, um, which. You know he feels like we're in, we're in a we're in a good place like we're fine like if if another baby came that's totally fine you know we would figure it out um and I, we think that we're solid enough to go through it but but that's where we're at so I think I think if we don't have a baby within the next few months I think I'm gonna be done and I'm just and I think I'll know when I'm done, but I'm getting, I think I'm getting close. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, you know, we've been trying for me, you know, also an age gap thing. I don't, for me, it's Jessica, Jessica, my oldest and I are, well, I have a brother who's 10 years apart, which that's a very big gap. And then me and Jessica are six years, me and Jackie are four years. Um, and you know, we as adults are getting are, are super close now, but we obviously were not close when we were kids at all. Um, so it's, it's hard for me to sort of have them such like with such an age gap, um, which I know in in the long run, it won't matter, but I don't know. It's just all very difficult sometimes. Um, but thank you guys for letting me vent about it. So that's where we're at. Uh, Hyper jumping out of her bed, the baby thing, um, my patience level, the semi-glutide update. That was, that was it guys. I just wanted to talk to you. Um, so thank you for listening to me. Oh my God. It's so funny. Everyone's messaging me about going on Jeff Lewis. You guys just blow up his DMS and let's get me on Jeff Lewis. <laughs> let's, I want to, I want to talk to him so badly about everything. Oh my God. He's, he's a hoop, but yeah. So thank you for all the Jeff Lewis love. Um, I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful Christmas. Um, Please stay safe, stay healthy, and I love you all, and I will see you in the new year. Thank you all for the love. Remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old.